Well, hello, hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. And this is part two in a series. The episode before this, we talked about the anointing for entrepreneurship. So if you haven't listened to that yet, you want to stop this and listen to that first. And today we are going to be looking into the ways to generate the anointing, how to trigger it, right? And this is going to be a really fun episode. Um, I'm so excited about what this will do for you because when you, there are principles that make businesses successful. And when you layer on that, the anointing, then you start getting a business that is kind of like a sign and a wonder. People are like, how, how did you get that result again? Right? And so, yeah, so we're going to be talking about that. All right. So how do we activate the anointing? Okay. How do we, every believer has access to this. I'm going to be giving you examples, even from people in the old Testament, new Testament, what Jesus did, all of those kind of things. Now, maybe you've thought about the anointing as things for healing the sick or preaching or doing those kind of things, performing miracles. But you will find when you read the, when you actually read the scriptures that the anointing also showed up for other things. So we read about Bezalel from Exodus chapter 31, who was a craftsman. And when God was talking to Moses about him, he said, I have specifically chosen Bezalel and I have filled him with the spirit of God and with great wisdom and ability and expertise. He's a master at every craft. So think about that. Someone who's a craftsman, someone who's a sculptor and he He's filled with the spirit of God to do it. It's filled with the wisdom of God to do it. Like, just think about that, right? And so I really want to invite you to think of your business that way, that there is an anointing for you to do your business. Now, it doesn't mean you don't do the natural things, the, the, you know, the basic principles that make business work. You do that and this, right? That's what makes it supernatural. So you're doing the natural, you're layering on the super, if you will. Okay. All right, so I have four ways for you, four ways to trigger the anointing. Um, the first way is by prayer, okay? Prayer. The anointing is God's ability to get results, right? And it's, it's prayer. And I'm going to go through a number of stories. I'll give you the references so you can, you can grab the scriptures. But think about Daniel. Now, Daniel was um was taken from his country to Babylon, right? And he was grouped along with the magicians and the astrologers. And these are all the people who gave the king wisdom and things like that. And, you know, you when you read Daniel 117, you'll see that, you know, God gave Daniel an unusual aptitude for all kinds of learning. So he didn't just learn based on his IQ. He also learned with an ability that came from God. And so one day the king had a dream and he was very disturbed by the dream. And he said, you know what? I don't even know if these astrologers tell me the truth. They may be making up the meanings of all these dreams. So he's like, listen, I want you guys to tell me the dream. And I want you to tell me the interpretation of the dream. And the astrologers are like, no king has ever asked for such a thing. Like, you know, the dreams that just comes from God. There's no way we can know. And the king got mad and he said, I'm going to, I'm going to kill all of you. Okay. All right, so Daniel gets back and he hears that they're going to kill everybody. Daniel walks up to the king. He, he asks to see the king. He sees the king and he says, I will tell you your dream and the meaning of the dream. I just need time. And, you know, that's my paraphrase. And, and when I think about that, I'm like, what gave him the boldness to do that? This is a national problem. This is an industry-wide problem, right? Like everybody in the industry is going to be killed. And someone's like, eh, don't worry about it. Just give me time. 
And so he goes and he prays and he downloads the dream and downloads the interpretation of the dream, right? And what was the thing that he did? Prayer. What did he do to activate his ability to, to, to solve this problem? It was prayer. Okay. And that's, that's one way that it gets activated. Now, Elijah, in his time, there was a problem. The king was no longer serving God. The king at the time was Ahab, who's the husband of Jezebel. And so many things were going wrong. And here's the prophet. And he says, you know, like there's not going to be rain here for three years. It's not going to fall except on my word. And so when we read the story, there was no rain for three and a half years. And to put that in perspective, at the time of this recording, it's the middle of 2023. So that means there was no rain in 2023, not in 2020, you know, like the second half of 2023, not in 2024, not in 2025, not in 2026. Meaning if he said that today, the next time it would rain would be 2027. That's, that's ridiculous, right? And so he says that and... The Bible in James chapter five gives us a clue to what happened. It says, you know, James five sixteen says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man um, makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Right? If that doesn't describe the anointing, I don't know what what does. But so, and it says Elijah was a man just like us, and he prayed earnestly that it will not rain for three and a half years, and it didn't rain. And then when he was done, he prayed again and it rained, right? And so I want you to think about things in your business that need to be worked on, that need to be fixed, or maybe you're having a really big problem with attracting new clients and all of these kind of things. Well, he had that problem. He no, he didn't have that problem, but he had a problem and he responded to it. He he triggered the anointing to get results and you can too, Okay. So prayer, if you look at the habits of Jesus, Mark 135, he'll say a great while before dawn, Jesus went and he prayed, right? And so imagine us building those prayer lives where our prayer lives are on fire. Um, it triggers the anointing. Many of the prophets you'll see, and the hand of the Lord rested upon him, where we pray and the hand of the Lord rests upon us. And we're able to use the anointing to create results in our businesses, one of the ways is prayer. And so as an entrepreneur, one of the best things you can do for your business is be a person of prayer. Okay. All right. So that's one. The second one is worship, is worship. Um, in Second Kings um, chapter three, uh, verse 15, thereabout, uh, the background of this is um, Jehoshaphat and some other kings came, they came to inquire of the prophet, right? So they came to inquire of Elisha and Elisha just rebuked the king, like really sternly, you know, because he went with Ahab and he's like, you know, why are you coming to look for me? Why don't you go to look for the prophets of your mother? You know, like stuff like that. So he was annoyed. And he said, if not for the presence of King Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't even talk to you. Okay. Now, after being annoyed though, he had to function in the anointing. <laughs> so, because he had to get the result. So he made a statement. He said, bring me a minstrel. And a minstrel is someone who plays the instruments and all of that stuff. So like worships God with the instruments. And they brought him a minstrel and says, as the minstrel played, the hand of the Lord rested on Elijah, on Elisha. And I want you to think about it, right? Like if you're a person who is given to prayer, if we can track back a little bit, you will know that 
there have been times and seasons where you prayed and you you prayed either focused enough or long enough that you were like, wait, you had a different level of boldness. You started getting different kinds of ideas. If you if you're not aware of these concepts, you may not have even known. You may have not even taken note of the ideas because you're like, oh, that's interesting. But you're downloading different kinds of ideas, wisdom to do things. The favor of God rests upon you. People call you out of the blue and open doors for you, and all of these kind of things. Like like. So you can sense when that happens, the same thing happens in worship. The same thing happens in worship. And so, you know, for Elisha, it's like, bring me a minstrel, bring me a minstrel. And so again, that's something you want to add to your life where you are a person of worship. You take the time to worship. If there are times where things are going bad and you're like, man, I need to get some solutions here in my business. Now you know what to do to trigger it. I will spend time praying. I will spend time worshiping. What am I doing? Generating the anointing, triggering the anointing. Okay. Okay. The third one. Now, the third one is one that, you know, we saw Solomon do. And, you know, he he had just been made king and all of these things. And then one of the days he gave a thousand burnt offerings, a thousand burnt offerings he sacrificed to God. The Bible says that night, (laughs) that night God showed up. He said, what do you want? He gave him a blank check. He gave him a blank check. And so your giving provokes the anointing. It does. Your giving towards um, kingdom projects, your giving towards God, that commitment, it provokes that. Um, when you read about David, who was he was a wild giver. Like when you look at when you look at his giving, you, what is recorded in the Bible, you translate that to our time. It turns out being billions and billions of dollars in our you know in our money in our day, right? And so, but if you look at David, he had a very, as a warrior, as a warrior, David, he was not killed in battle. Like he fought all the wars he fought, laid on the bed and died when he was ready. Crazy, right? And there's so many things that, you know, happened with him and all, but giving is one of those ways. Giving is one of those ways. Then number four, Number four is really association. Um, so when you read about Saul, um, Saul was going to be made king and all of those things. He had talked to Samuel the prophet and Samuel told him something. He says, um, you know, go, go to this place. When you get there, you will see a band of prophets and they will be playing their instruments, aka worshiping and doing all of those things. And when, when you join them, um, the hand of the Lord will rest upon you and you will be turned into another man. And so Saul met with them. Um, so that's, um, that's first Samuel chapter 10, verse six. Samuel met with them. Uh, Saul met with them and the Bible says that he also started prophesying. It's not something he was anointed to do, but because of the association, he was in the in the midst of prophets who were activated, so he got activated as well. Okay, so let me read that for you. That's um, 1 Samuel chapter 10. Let me read it from verse 5, actually. It says, when you arrive at the Gibeah of God, where the garrison of the Philistines is located, you'll meet a band of prophets coming down from the place of worship. They'll be playing a harp, a tambourine, a flute, and a lyre, and they will be prophesying. So these guys are already activated. The anointing is already on them. It says, at that time, the Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you, and you will prophesy with them. You'll be changed into a different person. Okay? And so... That shows you the value. I mean, like, for instance, if you um, are part of a prayer meeting, so 
in, in my church, we have prayer meetings on fi- Friday and it's, it's like fire, right? And being in that kind of environment, there is a rub off, okay? I host a prayer meeting every morning. It's called a rise and shine. And, you know, you come for that and you're in the midst of people who are praying and doing all of that. It rubs off. Okay. So what, what I hope you've gotten from this is one, that there is an anointing to do what I do as an entrepreneur. Two, you understand the quote-unquote technology of activating it. It's a place of prayer, especially if you're, if you're, you know, if you pray in the spirit and stuff like that, the place of prayer, the place of worship, the place of giving towards kingdom projects, giving to God, like things like that, and associating with people who are work who are functioning in the anointing, right? So you can trigger that. And I want you to start practicing. I want you to start releasing your faith for the anointing, you know, for entrepreneurship. I want you to start triggering it on your own. And I want you to have that experience of getting results that cannot be explained just by the strategies and tactics and and the things that we do because you have another source of wisdom and strength and and you know another way to get results okay all right so I cannot wait to see what you do with this episode. As you start creating wins in your business, please send me a DM or a PM, um, either on social media, either on Instagram or Facebook, and I would love to celebrate with you. And I'll see you, my friend, on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast.